Dimensional Meditation Podcast, where we talk about many different topics of, I don't know. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> I think, you know, where this podcast is going, it's sort of directing towards not just talking about the esoteric or meditation or, I don't know, it's also a collaboration with artists uh, and healers and we're trying to get a few more of them on this podcast. So we're not just talking shit all the time. <laughs> yeah, I, I think, think we need a warm-up into this conversation because <laughs> so. my brain is still downloading yeah, we've something. Yeah, we've been ill. We had like a 24-hour bug. I'm not human today. Yeah, I feel... I don't even have words. <laughs> I feel like uh, we've both not been present um, in the 3D realm or space and what's the 3D world like? The 3D world is your, your touch, taste, feel, sense, space um, and then your 40s uh, time, I would say, where time mm. you're sitting in time and you're being present. I don't know if I've said that right. It's whatever you think it is. Hmm. Is it different for different pers- from different perspectives? Um, I'm still warming up on the mic and I'm not getting my words <laughs> out. <laughs> I think 3D is, yeah, your five, you your, your five sense reality. So it's this reality that we experience. This is the boring reality. <laughs> As I would call it. It's not boring, no. We need, this is where you experience everything. Uh, 4D is... Uh, for me, I, I get the time-space thing. It's almost like the realisation that there is more than just the 3D reality where you're coming out of that space. Do you feel like Homer Simpson in that episode where he <laughs> discovers four-dimensional <laughs> space or like many-dimensional <laughs> spaces? Fuck yeah. I think maybe that was 5D. 5D is, is kind of like you know for when me. he pops out, yeah, into, yeah, in, into it feels like, yeah, when he goes into the wall and he's like, Where the fuck am I? and it goes into he goes into like 3D for him because they're normally 2D. Oh, you reckon that's 2D space? Well, yeah, that the world of The Simpsons is 2D space, everything's two dimensional. Who's the scientist that talks about 2D? Carl, it's not Carl Sagan, is it? Uh, he talks about dimensions, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and he explains 2D space really well. Flatland, go Google it. Yeah, flatland. <laughs> it's all about being a length and a width. Yeah. And a height, is it? No, no, no. Length, no. width, height. Length, width. No, no, width. height doesn't come in until 3D. Mm. 3D is height. And then 4D is the realisation. Yeah. 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 That's what Einstein said. From a science side, yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. 
So if we're talking about time, then does that mean if you're really present in a space, it's like more than 4D? Do you get me? So that's when magic starts to happen. (laughs) (laughs) I fucking hope so. That sounds sick. (laughs) So, you know, you can be in time, but realistically you're not here in real time. (laughs) Yeah, well, so that's where you can manipulate energy, but I reckon that's 5D. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. So, like, once you're in that present space, and this is why we talk about meditation being such a powerful tool, you're not activated as a human being. Yeah. But once you're you know, sunk with your higher self, you're levelling yourself up and that's when you're seeing things and things are coming to you synchronistically because you're putting things into the ether, you're actually putting information into the ether that's coming back into you. That's when you're manifesting in your state. Yeah, well, it's like stating something that you want and then experiencing that desire. Mm. That's, that, when, that's, 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 mani- that's man- energy manipulation. Where we talk in about... In a good way. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, to put loosely, uh, everyone, God energy, uh, where you're just, you know, you're actually creating your own reality in your existence. Hmm. Wow, we summed that up really well and we've tried five times <laughs> over. <laughs> this, is this the fifth time? This is the fifth attempt at recording this podcast. The fifth. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what happened to the others? I don't know. I think one of them we were too drunk. <laughs> Another one we... Too vulnerable. Too vulnerable. Bit emo in one of them. What is an emo? I don't even know what an emo is. Uh, I consider it just to be when you're in that really... Completely s- unmasked. You're an unmasked individual because you are who you are. Well, yeah, you're just feeling all your raw emotions. That's what we wanted to talk it. about today. We wanted to talk about being authentic. Yeah. I think that's a really important uh, conversation topic. Mm-hmm. But I w- also wanted to talk about how um, we've sort of um, had a bit of a download today about what meditation is and when to use these tools. So, you know, for example, if you're in an, in an anxious state where you just need to release that energy, this is when an ecstatic dance meditation um, can come into play. So, you know, an ecstatic dance meditation doesn't have to be something that um, somebody's done for you that's called ecstatic dance. I think it could be something that you just want to dance to, that you vibe with, just to let go of your energy. So you could be at a techno event or... You could be uh, at a rock concert and that's a way of or a form of getting rid of any excess energy and releasing. Fuck yeah, and that's just a good excuse to go to a rave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for us, definitely. <laughs> I think as well anxiety is such a uh, physical process that can manifest in your body mm-hmm. and that's why static dance is also so good because it's a movement process and it's moving that energy out physically mm-hmm. rather than sitting through a you know a stillness meditation that mm-hmm. can that can in some cases make it worse but then ecstatic dance can also go back into that tribalistic um feeling of where you're completely not you're just completely yourself um, I'm just thinking of, you know, the tribalistic dances that um, our ancestors have done over time and, you know, it's pure ritualistic 
they are there to just celebrate but also to go into a trance and to communicate uh, with their higher self. Well, you just summed up why I rave. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty cool. That's really cool, Alex. Uh, hell yeah. I think, like, for me, last year, raving <laughs> was such a healing process for me, just to dance everything out. Yeah. Well, this is when we were just discussing before about uh, awareness and stillness and those two processes. And sometimes I think that they're quite advanced uh, meditation tools um, that you have to um, do in different ways. And this is why we wanted to talk about being authentic Mm -hmm. um, and um, also doing your trauma releasing as well uh, so that you can come and sink into your higher self. But what do you think about that whole idea? Mm, interesting. Uh, I think I think when it comes to stillness, for example, stillness mm -hmm. meditation, that process and the emptying of the mind, that part is mostly about uh, reprogramming and training yourself to work through patterns and retraining your brain mm -hmm. in a way. Um, and it's about clearing, learning how to clear. Mm -hmm. And that's all. And, and that comes down to reprogramming. That's how I see it. Okay. Yeah. Reprogramming and clearing and recognizing your patterns and your behaviors. Mm -hmm. And that's where stillness can be really, really useful in that sense. Mm -hmm. And then awareness meditation. So more ones where you go on a journey or. I just think of oh. the yoga nitra process, uh, yeah. you know, for mm -hmm. example, it's about like activating all your senses. Yeah. But how can you activate your senses if you're, you know, um, stuck on a loop or a, tra or a trauma or a trauma loop, or you're just not in your authentic self? Well, I think that comes down to identifying your behaviours and your patterns. Mm. So knowing what mm. you, so being aware of what your patterns are so that you can break them. If you're not aware of your pattern, then you can't move through it. How, so, how, so how do you identify your patterns of My like, patterns. you know, the ones that you don't want, for example? The easiest way for me is, so sometimes I meditate. So that's when I would use... Um, I, that's probably actually when I would use st stillness meditation because I need a clear mind to be able to identify those patterns to mm -hmm. start with. Yep. And then my next process from that, so once I've sort of clarified that clear space and created that space, then I go through a process of, I would call it journaling meditation. And mm. that's creating streams of consciousness and journaling your issues to the deepest possible level <laughs> till you just have fucking mind-blowing revelations. <laughs> cool. Um, I don't know. What's your process? To be in stillness or both? To unlock your loops. I think that what really works for me is being in my observer self. So... I'm sitting here, but I feel like I have Yell sitting out here and she's not judging me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, sometimes she is and I'm like telling her to fuck off. <laughs> but she's not judging me. She's just actually viewing what I'm doing 
And then that's making me realise somebody else is in the room and the, <laughs> and going, oh, oh, maybe what I'm doing is not correct, I guess. Ah, so that sometimes is, is something that breaks my pattern. So it's almost like remote viewing, I guess. So it's like the observation of a thought. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's cool. So that's one way. I think that's when awareness meditation comes in as mm-hmm. well because you're able to to recognize a pattern and come out of that pattern yeah and actually view it as if you yeah you are viewing it from a different plane and i think when you do awareness meditation it's easier to sort of hit other planes other dimensions uh, so, so that you can do that yeah definitely i uh, sorry i just had another thought um it's always really good for me to have a chat to somebody that i you know that i'm close with uh to help me break my um, cycle or behaviour and to go, you know, uh, this is when unmasking um, comes into play as well. It's like mm. asking them about my genuine quality and saying, you know, what do you think about this? You know, sometimes you need that level up. Sometimes you're just so stubborn, you're st- so stuck, but there's that one person that can always identify your weakness and go, yeah, you need to come out of that. Yeah. So I, I think that that's also a really good, good way to sink into your higher self so that you can yeah. um, get into a better state. But, you know, one thing that we were discussing before was what um, our sister said and it was about I asked her a question and the question was what's one of the most important lessons that you've learnt in life? And she said being authentic from the start. Mm, yeah. So, so, you know, so basically, you know, with, with you can't be authentic, you know, maybe in a work situation because it, that probably doesn't allow it, but you can still, that your authentic self, self can still come out, I think. But with, you know, family and friends, they should take you on as authentic. So I think a really good, uh, you know, exercise to take away um, would be just to go figure out like what masks do I wear for each of my friends or my family um, and what happens if I take that mask off and have a conversation that's really my true self. I think as well some masks are necessary. It's so it's yeah, more, it's that's more, a protection mask, yeah, I would say, definitely. You, I think as well when you're writing down what your masks or just even you're just figuring it out when you're with someone, um, just try to discern between what masks help you and what masks hinder you. Mm. And it's about taking off that mask that hinders, that, yeah. that, that hurts your process or hurts yeah. you or doesn't allow you to be authentic. Yeah, well. I mean, you could... I think it's really when you're ready as well to take off one of those masks and and that's what you're trying to work on. So you might be like known as a nice person in your circle, but it's not about you being a nasty person by taking your mask off. It's about you maybe saying, hey, I need space or, hey, I just can't, I, like I can't help you out right now. Hmm. Um, but it's always good to be nice. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't I don't think it is. Well, I think it's... Depends on the situation. Yeah, if you're being fake nice and you're putting on the nice mask, well then... But I think what you're describing more so is boundaries. Mm. That's more setting boundaries. A boundary mask then. Yeah. We're (laughs) We're just describing masks 
as like <laughs> a wall of masks and you're taking, you know, each, like it's like when you go to leave to, to meet it's, up with somebody, it's like which mask am I taking off the wall, the creepy phantom of the <laughs> opera mask or I don't know. It's just I can imagine this creepy freaking wall of masks <laughs> in my house. And it's like, yeah, oh, I'm going to put on mum's mask today. Like, it's just creepy. It's like literally Phantom of the Opera shit. <laughs> yeah. We live in a matrix. I think it's and just we're... good to observe the conversation in, as well first, firstly. Yeah. Uh, with a co-worker or a friend um, mm. and just to see how many masks you put on. Yeah. And then go, what happens if I take that off? <laughs> yeah, just because do I don't want life. you to like start fights with your friends and then email <laughs> us and say, I fucking took my mask off and you guys said that this would happen. <laughs> Maybe the fight is good though. <clears throat> Maybe the fight is necessary. Mm. Who knows? What do you mean by that? Well, maybe someone's being their authentic self and the other person feels uncomfortable with it. But that's that other person's problem. That's not your problem. That's mm. you're just being your authentic self. And that person needs to maybe just need space or time to accept that that part of you. Well, maybe that that's what you're integrating. Yeah. That's what you're describing as well, like that integration of who you are. You just want to be that known as that person. You You want to change maybe in yourself. So... I think that as well, uh, when we watch social media posts, um, we can see who's being authentic and who's not. Like, I'm so sick of <laughs> people just putting their music out and going, hey, this is my track, go have a listen. I Like, it's cool when there's, like, artwork or this and that involved. Or, I like, I really appreciate a post that has a little bit of meaning behind it or, mm. um, you know, uh, some of my... Uh, the some of my favourite artists at the moment have just been going on and going, hey, I've just released, like, it's just them talking about, hey, I just released this track and just talking about COVID times and, you know, what's been going on and, yeah, this has come out. But mm. I feel like that's so, like, so authentic. I want to see that. Yeah, I agree. We probably don't do but that enough we, just yet. We, I was going to say we are so guilty of we doing that, though. We're, not, we're hardly <laughs> on like, social media, Alex. Know, we're shit at social media. <clears throat> Can I just say as an artist, <laughs> it is like I, I, it's not that we don't want to present ourselves. Sometimes I'm just like I can't be fucked. Yeah, it, a lot of and, it comes down to laziness. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The lazy mask. <laughs> Maybe we should do like a whole segment it's, of it's masks. Called the do it tomorrow mask. <laughs> Let's do it tomorrow. Oh god. Okay. Oh, we're so, terrible. But it's it's pretty bad that we're bad at social media, considering you have a degree in marketing and I have one in graphic design. <laughs> Alex, I actually don't think, I think the reason why I studied marketing wasn't for me to go uh, be in a office and be a marketer same same uh, have you ever studied a degree and thought halfway through fuck why am I studying this I don't like it well yeah I, I real. it took me till my last semester to realize that all the electives that I chose because we got a shitload in graphic design were none related to graphic design. <laughs> they were like writing or drawing or some other shit, film. And somehow and you then... ended up with a still a double degree. Yeah. <laughs> Magically. And then at the last semester I was like, hang on a minute, like when I was looking at everyone else's degrees and what units they did, 
you know, they all did re- <laughs> things related to their actual degree. <laughs> I was like, I don't even know how I passed. But, I mean, that wouldn't have led to us, for example, uh, doing theatre shows right now because oh, yeah. we sneakily... In the back, it like in, got in the back door of theatre uh, through uh, through Curtin, sorry Curtin <laughs> <Yeah>. University, <laughs> um, and um, yeah, we Sean this... at, was it Sean at the time? He asked us to do the music secretly for Selkie for yes. a script called Selkie. So we would literally get taken through <clears throat> a back door at night to do rehearsals. <laughs> Because we weren't allowed because we technically weren't film students. Yeah. At the time, Yell wasn't even a student. I was the only student. And then when you were in the theatre room, you were, like, writing on your phone and, like, the lecturers were like, who is that rude person <laughs> writing notes on the phone, on her phone? <laughs> so the lesson here is always take a backdoor job. <laughs> well, that read, led to four theatre shows at the Blue Room. I know, I know. And, like, yeah, we're still doing, we possibly have one that we will be doing next year. But, yeah, I think uh, it's really good as a musician to explore all avenues of uh, music, like we're doing with dimensional meditation, I guess, as well. Yeah, we've got our sticky little fingers everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't know. I think it's just that we get bored very easily. It's that, and I like exploring different forms of sound as well. Mm. I think more than just, I love doing music. I, lo- I lo- It's always going to be my first love. Yeah. But, you know, for example, like doing theatre, writing sound to movement is cool. Meditation's the same sort of thing. It's, yeah. it's you know, writing, writing sound to help people get into different states of awareness. It's fucking cool, <laughs> you know. Yeah. And I think the, uh, there's so much, uh, it's just turning into such a massive market. That's why I, you know, don't particularly love the gurus, you know, that are out there uh, just talking about one specific meditation and that's all you have to do. I think that it's a tool to be explored in many different aspects. Um, you know, we're currently writing a meditation on, um, it's a two-part manifestation meditation the first one's about getting into coherence and getting into your heart space and asking what you really want. And then the second is about how you would uh, come about, you know, making that meta- manifestation or, you know, bringing abundance into your into your life. But you have to be able to delete the lack programming. And just thinking about that process for us mm. was how do we write this? Well, yeah, so you basically summed it up. Like it's all about the first part is all about clearing. Mm-hmm. And you have to do the work to do the clearing first because especially if you, yeah, and if you don't know what you want, don't do it yet. But I think that's why we, we, it took us four podcasts, this being the fifth, to actually be able to um, have this conversation. So you do that clearing or you do a little bit of that unmasking so that when you Mm. come into this next meditation, it's like, oh, yeah, this is not too hard for me. This is an easier process because I don't think that I find um, the whole idea of manifestation and abundance, like, it's, it's, man, like everyone's talking about it and it's so cool, but it's also about doing the back work as well. Yeah, I think... 
it's easy to just throw a platitude out there and just be like, just manifest it. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> yeah. how, motherfucker? <laughs> yeah. You know? Well, that's why we've been exploring the, exploring the science side. So, you know, the science side in terms of um, heart coherence and getting your heart resonating uh, with your uh, brain frequencies. Yeah. Um, I think we'll just do like a little talk about it maybe before we start that meditation yeah. um, as to what we're doing. But, yeah. Well, we're yeah. just preparing you. <laughs> yeah, I think, you know, if you're going to think about something until that meditation, the, the, the thing I would think about most is what do you want? Mm. You know, really, how do you envision your, ne- you know, how do you envision your next step? Like, wh- what do you want from life? And honestly, yeah, not, not material things as well. Like, but that's why we're getting you ready because we're, we're telling you to take the mask off. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I think that was the key lesson well the key thing that we wanted to come across with this um burn your creepy masks on the wall <laughs> <laughs> i've still got heaps though don't worry <laughs> yeah we, but we all do yeah uh, like it, like it. yeah it's important to keep some of them um especially like you know it depends on your environment because we're all living in a matrix world and you know it's mm. a part of some people's identity but, yeah, the, the ones that you don't need, like, get rid of them. Yeah, the ones that don't help you in any way or mm. that hinder you. Yeah, that are hindering you right now. Yeah. So in saying that, should we uh, do the world energy update? World, we still have to make this sound. Let's let's make it and we're going to throw it in there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Cue world energy update music. Mm. Okay. <laughs> Transmissions coming. Do you want me to go uh, first or do you want to go first? I think go with your cup first. Okay. I think yours was the most prominent one. No, yours was pretty important as well. So, I said, uh, well, for now, your path is pretty clear to explore, um, especially with this new timeline. I think it's all about taking the mask off and just um, having an explorer of what you want before you go back into uh, your clearing your energy. So that's the second message that I got from the mask <laughs> cup. <laughs> um, so you're going to be faced with a few tests. So you come to like a standstill. There's a boulder in the way. And uh, after that, I saw a snake and it was like a snake totem. So we have like a walk down south it's called the Bibliman Track and they have like a little snake totem to, you know, help you walk and that's what it kind of looked like when I saw it in the actual um, cup. The snake is a representation of birth, transformation, immortality and healing. I think for me the key words were just like a sort of a rebirth. Um, so you're about to go into your rebirth process after you sort of have your little explore and you're going to clear some energy. So uh, after that, I saw a really large, giant, squid, spiritual thing. (laughs) How else do you explain it? Squid. I like squid. Squids are cool. (laughs) So the the squid was walking out and then it comes abruptly to a stop. There's like there's a root there basically. 
And just to go back, a squid's sort of representation is defence, adaptability, also was creativity. But I think in this circumstance, because it was walking out, it's like it's walking into its defence and it's unknown, but it wants to be adaptable. So it's walking also, out. Sorry, because it's a baby mm-hmm. squid. It's all it's, new. It's not a baby. It's quite big. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah. yeah. It feels, so it's more of like an old feeling, mm. an old feeling um, so that needs to be cleared. So it's like it's walking out of buried truths and it's also about not avoiding dealing with your difficult emotions because I always think of water as a representation of emotions and that's mm. where the squid is in terms of its, you know, environment. Once it runs sort of into the to the root, it's all about if you clear that root, what comes out of it is letting go of your emotions and removing any of those sort of, I'm going to just say parasites for now, like parasites as in things that are holding, holding you back that are mm. on you that you just need to let go. So the tap was running and the water was flowing. So the the emotions were coming out and it was all being let out. So it's like a massive release at the end. Yes. So it's all about, for me, clearing that energy so you can get into your next stage mm. of your trial. Interesting because that, I think, then leads into the saucer of my cup. Mm, okay. So, so maybe yours was the second cup and that's why yeah. you asked me to go first. Yeah, so the saucer of my cup, there was a massive clearing space hmm. and I think that had to, has to do with clearing space internally and to do that you also need to take space for yourself and it's like you, you we've nearly reached the point of complete clarity and acceptance of self mm-hmm. and, but you just got to watch out for that those parasites bleeding back in. Okay. Those things that you're Maybe trying to let go of. that's why you were getting the parasites on your saucer. Yeah, I think so. Mm. So that's interesting because yours finished with the tap and the clearing and mm-hmm. then and then it's sort of like you're faced with that clarity but you just need to take that space as well. Okay. And then in my cup I had a bow with no arrow. So it's a time where you want to take action but you have no bow to aim for something. So it's... It's, it's basically telling me that it's okay to not know what you want yet. It's just a time to sit, sit with it and don't start shooting arrows until you know. So, again, I suppose that comes back to what we're talking about with our manifestation. Mm. You know, figure out what you want. And it's okay. Like, don't rush it. It's just it's something that will come to you. It's something you'll figure out as you start to dig and unmask. Yeah, I was just trying to think of it as well um, in a native Indian, like sort of traditional term or Aboriginal Mm. or something. Yeah. Like it's a tool that you take with you, but it's just like your bows, your, so it's the, the bow that's missing. Yeah. It's the arrow. So the arrow is just missing. So maybe it's like a search for the arrow as well. Mm, Yeah. Or you have to make the arrow. Well, the bow is... I think of protection mm-hmm. as well as hunting. Ah, yeah, yep. So a hunting tool and a protection mm-hmm. tool. And, yeah, maybe you do have to make the make the arrow. Mm. You haven't made the arrow yet. Yeah. That's kind of cool because it's sort of that creative inspiration sort of mm. um, to get to your next step. So it's like, you know, to get to your target, yeah. you, know, you have to make your... your... you got to make the arrow. Yeah. Cool. I like that. Mm. 
Um, and then, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> I don't know why things like this always pop up in my cup. I had a giant vagina. <laughs> <laughs> So, <laughs> there was no hiding it. So, <laughs> but f okay, for me, the feeling that I got from this was explore the feminine in your world. So if you had to give yourself a percentage of how much masculine and feminine energy you carry, what would it be? I would ask yourself that question. And then it's just about, it's, it's, it's a time of engaging that feminine energy and the power with that energy. So mm. we are most powerful when we are vulnerable and can get to a point where we feel comfortable in that vulnerability. So it's, it's that, it's that little process. I think I would just ask yourself that question. Hmm. What's it's, your percentage? It's interesting because you had sort of like a masculine bow, like it's about, you know, but mm. like the female is about the creative side, whereas the masculine's about the drive. So maybe yeah. it's like, you're just missing that little bit of a drive, like, Mm. The drive to put the bow, like... In the vagina. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going to... Don't put bows in vagina. Jesus. You're watching too much Californication, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> What's his name? Runkle. <laughs> Fuck. Sorry, I'm trying to take... I'm trying to... <laughs> I'm channeling now. I'm channeling. <laughs> oh, I like that, though. <clears throat> I like that. It's... Mm. Maybe we are missing a bit of that drive, but yeah. I don't think we're ready for the drive. I think yeah. that's what it, I think that's what it is too. You have to find the arrow. Yeah, or you have to make it. But yeah. it's like make it or find it's it. It's almost like your feminine energy wants to create. Yeah. So you can, you know, find your target as well. Yeah, you've got to explore that power, that mm. feminine power. Yeah, because the masculine is there. The drive is there when you when you're pulling the bow. So you've yes. got the bow to, 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 so you've got the drive. Mm. It's almost like you have the drive, but you just need to put the creativity into it now. Yep. I like that. Maybe that's a specific message for somebody. I think that could be. I feel like that's not a general, yeah, I feel like that's a specific message. Mm. Whoever, whoever it is, they'll know. Cool. And then uh, the last thing. I had was this sort of wise, ancient God dude and he's sitting in shit. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's, um, you know, we're all learning how to sit in our shit rather than run from it. And then above him is a stream of power linked to a cat. And he's also at the bottom, at the, he's sitting at the bottom padding a creature of the underworld. And I think this is just about the balance between the light and the shadow and realising the power of integration of those two things. Hmm. I have got nothing to add on that. Yeah. <laughs> that one's a bit weird. Yeah, that one is weird. <laughs> Maybe we'll get a download about it later. I, I don't think know. so. I haven't quite downloaded that one, but I just th yeah. I think it okay. is linked to integration. Cool. Integrating your light and your shadow cool. and the power of that. And, and yeah, sitting in your shit, like... Hmm. I think that's an important part of the process as well. Yeah. And sometimes like, you know, to create something beautiful, you just got to keep chucking shit at a wall until it, until something sticks. That's what we do with music. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's an odd saying. We didn't yeah. make that up. <laughs> Thank you, Art. <laughs> Love that guy. Oh. Man, go check out his feeds on his, is it his, um, 
It's on his website, right? Are you talking about and his he's videos? Got people just like asking him questions, oh, and he adds the questions. Oh, he's oh, hilarious. sorry, on Reddit, he is hilarious. Yeah, go check it out. It's <laughs> hilarious. He is the most unmasked mus- musician. <laughs> yeah, like truly yeah. authentic. Yeah, if you even if you go watch his interviews, he's just oh, I know talks. Yeah, he's great. He's just brilliant. Yeah, and his music's freaking awesome. Go check it out. It's. If you want to a static dance or something, they're like seven minute bloody amazing pieces. You could just get your static dance out in one song. Yeah, definitely. And so, so I think that's what we have for you today. Yeah. And we have a track coming out of the fourth. Oh fuck, I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Completely forgot about that. <laughs> Uh, it's only our baby that we wrote <laughs> writing for like three years. You know, that's okay. <laughs> Shit. This one is also, I would consider like freaking awesome to a static dance too. Yeah. Um, uh, like I, and I love the artwork that came with it. So we got it organized mm. last year and it was based on. On the tarot. On the tarot. Which card was it again? So we 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 usually chose three cards, and that track is based on the world card, which is about the transition to the new world, and sitting in the pause before the transition. The Renaissance. Yeah. Would you say? I mean, it's freaking perfect timing for that. Yeah, and we called it "Come Gather." What two years ago? Yeah. (laughs) It was called Mycelium before that. And then beats, beats unknown. Start <laughs> as a drum beat. Yeah, so don't ever think that your track's ever going to be called what it's called from the start. But sometimes oh. we just remote write the most ridiculous like names at the start of a track, and then yeah. it just morphs into something else. Or sometimes we keep the ridiculous names. Yeah, like I love the alien an alien named Bobbed. Bob. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Fuck. <laughs> Why can't I talk? An alien named Bob. We have a track called an alien uh. named Bob, and then we realise that. Like, all these other people have channeled Bob as well. Yeah. <laughs> I, j- I didn't even know Ott has a song called... We've never listened to the oh, actual... The I've never listened to Bob. the album. Oh, it's I, a signal of Bob. The from signal Bob. Sig- signals from Bob. Y- yeah. I was like, what? <laughs> what about the other guy? There's another mm. artist that talks about Bob as well. Uh, yeah. I was like, is this some freaking alien dude and, like, that comes into studios and well, helps people Well, we wrote this, music? what, seven years ago. It was just yeah. such a crappy little fun task and yeah. now it's like turning into something more stupid and fun but <laughs> yeah. I don't even know if we'll ever release it and yeah it's really great to have those little uh, babies that you don't give birth to because they're just fun to go back and listen to <laughs> yeah so you know crack mm. some beers open up the tracks go what, what was this yeah 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 <laughs> And I then love, it gets I serious. It starts to, when it starts to get serious, you're like, no, nah, I don't want to work on it anymore. Yeah. I don't like it. <laughs> but it's actually really cool. Yeah, I love that track. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll release it on here. Yeah. Because, yes. yeah, that's a good idea. Let's do that because it's fun. It is oh, fun. And then maybe Bob fun. will come through. There's a whole story in it as well. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, my God. We have to do it. Okay, let's do that. Because then Bob comes through as well later. But, you know, today we're going re- like, <laughs> to <laughs> showcase... Come gather. Yay. <laughs> Our first track that we've released in, what, three years? Yeah, Since look, 2018, it's, hey? It's crazy. It's, <clears throat> um, I'm, I feel really, I feel 
really uh I don't know what the word is. I'm so like it's it's beyond excited to to finally it just feels like a privilege to finally release yeah. this song. Like I actually Yeah, I feel blessed. Yeah. I feel yeah. blessed at this time as well just to have had the space to do it and then Mm. It was really great doing the Jay Witty interview. Like that, you know, Jay Witty just doesn't have any masks. He's just, yeah. you know, his authentic self. And mm. um, it was really inspiring to listen to him talk about how he wrote 27 tracks in one year <clears throat> during COVID. And I think there's going to be such a rebirth of uh, so much more beautiful music to come from people. Oh, and it just, I think even in that chat, just his whole process of, of talking about just to energetically release music because otherwise you're holding on to it. And mm. that's what it feels like with some of our tracks. Yeah. It's like, I just want to bring it out to the world. I just want to give birth to it. It's yeah, just to clear as well space for the new stuff as yeah, well. Yeah, because we've written so much new stuff that I think I want to explore too. But mm. but I'm also, I, I love this song. This this song sits in my heart. Mm. I, I love it. It's a heart, it's a very heart space song. Yeah. And then it sort of goes into a wildness yeah. of... Um, Alien fun. <laughs> yes. I think it's like the wildness of Do us. Do you think that like maybe this music is for alien people? Oh, our music is <laughs> definitely for aliens. <laughs> alien, alien souls. It's definitely. Or if, you've, if you've had some sort of alien. Oh, God, I'm sounding like I've. I've got psychosis or something Unmask. right now. It's all right. Take the mask off. <laughs> no. Stop unmasking me, Alex. She does this all the time. Bullshit. You do it to me. We do it to each other. Actually, today was pretty uh, good. We didn't do it too well, we badly. Unmask each other? Not too badly. <laughs> Whereas, like, the last four we did, we were like, you will talk about this. <laughs> I think one of your comments in it was, get deeper, Alex. <laughs> I was like, fuck you. You get deeper. <laughs> Those episodes will never be released. <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's just get back to it and okay. go. I'm just, we're just going to say goodnight. <clears throat> Enjoy the next couple of weeks. Um, we should have a manifestation meditation out as well very soon. Um, and we're very excited to put out Come Gather for you guys. Hope you enjoy it. If you want, comment on it. Alex and Yell on SoundCloud. We will have it up on all stores as well. Spotify, Apple, blah, blah, blah. It's out on SoundCloud yeah. right now. Yeah. So enjoy, guys, and uh, have a good day, night, evening. Thanks. Thanks, guys. See ya. Thank you.